And good morning, Vibe Tribe. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning. So great to be here with you this morning. Great to be with you. We got the uh, the adrenaline is a pumping. <laughs> yeah, I, I mixed up the most awesome cup of coffee. What'd you do? Well, no, you know, coffee's one of those things. On some days, well, I use filtered water for one today. I normally don't. I would usually grab tap water. Yeah. I went with filter water this morning, and it makes it makes a huge difference. Really? Yeah. Do you ever experiment with that? Like, as a matter of fact, they they you really should use filtered water. Water has everything to do with coffee. Coffee is like ninety seven percent water. I don't know. I don't know if it's it's, it's all water. It's 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 ninety nine point nine percent water, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So water. when you when you make your coffee with filtered water, oh my gosh, it's try it out. Try it before and after. Use tap water. Use filtered water. Okay. You will see the difference. She's like, okay, if you say so. <laughs> oh my gosh, let's a quick good morning to some folks in the room here. Good morning, Marianne and Sherry, Tina. Michelle and David and Keith. Oh my gosh, all the regulars are in the house. It's like owning a bar. I know. It's Sherry's <laughs> anniversary today. I think, I don't see the comment now, but I think she said 36 years. Who's the anniversary? Sherry Dillwick. Happy anniversary. I, I see on uh, Facebook she's kicking her husband's butt when it comes down to fishing. Oh, yeah. She's out there holding, you know, the 30 inch bass, and he's. I did. That, He's got yes. the six inch sunfish. Yeah. I he only has the six inch. <laughs> We're talking fishing, folks. Good morning. <laughs> you got to have a sense of humor. Good morning, Pooh and Cindy. Good morning. Uh, we have we have a great guest today. We're going to have some fun. We're going to get energized. Oh, tell them about the two hour show today. And uh, yes, thank you, Rebecca. Because I did forget. Uh, you guys are in for a treat today. Those of you that are, are sticking around, uh, we're going to do two shows in a row. Because uh, we had a guest on yesterday. We pre-recorded a show. And I think it was so awesome. And I think it's going to put your, your body, mind, and spirit in a very cool place. And I just thought with all that's going on in this crazy world, it only made sense to play the show today. I originally had it scheduled for next week, but we've changed our minds because we can do that. <laughs> and I do it all day long. So we are gonna we are going back to back, two shows. And uh, our second show will feature Bright Side Blue, our musical oh. guest from California. Beautiful, right? Oh, you guys are gonna love them. Yeah, really it really amazing. Uh, Totally inspired me. Yeah. Her voice. I, I was listening to it last night. Her me voice. Too. Me too. So, so healing. And that's their music is healing. I was telling my husband, I want like their music as my alarm clock. Oh my gosh. Imagine, imagine waking up and going to bed, right? Cause it's good at night Oh yeah, and it's exactly. good in the morning. That's, I never thought right. of listening to it in the morning, but it really, it's, it's, it's music you can meditate to. It's music Absolutely. you can reflect it's it's different kind of music so get ready folks that's happening at eight o'clock so please um what we'll do is we're going to close out this show and then we're going to open up another show because that way they're the recording 
uh, works properly and it lands in the archives properly. So I'm not literally going from one to the other. I'm going to close this show, but then I'm going to open up another one. Great. So I hope you will join us at eight o'clock. And um, yesterday, as some of you know, you showed up and uh, we asked everybody to take an hour for prayer. We decided that was the best thing for us to do because that's where our heads were at and our hearts were at uh, after, after, you know, catching what's going on in the world. So hopefully uh, you took advantage of, of that time and took the time to, uh, to pray. I love prayer hour. I love prayer hour. I love prayer. It's like, yeah, man, we're talking. It's that one-on-one time. I love that. It's good. It's healthy. You have to pray. So that's what we did yesterday. And uh, and I was excited to see how many people actually logged in and a few people made a comment. But but I know there were people in the room who left the room thinking about peace and prayer. And that's what we're here to do, to inspire. And boy, our job gets harder and harder every day because you know, we're, we're swimming against the current here, Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. So with that said, we have a killer week on the show this week. Tomorrow, I want to remind everybody, Flame is in the house. I love I can't it. can't wait to see Michelle. I know. It's going to be fun. And for those of you, we're going to be talking about autism as well. For, for those of you who are new to the show, you might not know uh, who Flame is, um, but flame is a band that's made up of folks who who have their challenges and disabilities and uh, they put together a band called flame the band mm -hmm. and maria nessel will be with them uh, and we're going to be talking about the story of flame how did it all happen and they've been to greece they've been to italy everywhere. they've been everywhere everywhere yeah and they have a tour bus which oh, is yeah so cool right yeah <laughs> they're just awesome so uh they were a part of our radio show years ago and now they're going to be a part of wake up to the vibe i'm super excited i can't wait i can't wait either so let's bring on our guest and before i uh go into my spiel, spiel. i want to say good morning to everybody, everybody here good morning sue and uh christy and norma jean and michaela Good morning, Ann. Ann Agresta's in the house. Good morning, Bev. It's good to see you all. Good morning, Debbie. I always like to give that shout out. Good morning, Mary Kay. We And we miss people, but, you know, hey, come yeah, back tomorrow. Maybe we'll catch it tomorrow. It's hard to go through. I only see the six names that are in front of me. I know, me too. <laughs> so they scroll, you know. Somebody comes in and they, they push the other person out of the way. I know. Stop like, pushing. Get out of my way. Get out of my way. <laughs> Stop your pushing. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we are going to bring on our guest let's see if we can get her in the room here i'm super excited oh, i think she's with us i'm with you she's with us ladies and gentlemen it is my pleasure to bring on today's guest she's a friend She's a motivational speaker. She and is she's it, beautiful. And she's beautiful. <laughs> and she's an author. And she has gone from homeless to building a $250, $250 million. $250. She turned, imagine, she turned homelessness into 250 bucks, folks. That's why we're here today. <laughs> That's the story. I bet you never had an introduction like that before. Awesome. I can show you too how to make two hundred and fifty dollars. 
250 million, 250 million dollars, ladies and gentlemen. She knows how to get things done. Please welcome Donna St. Louis. Good morning. Thank you so much. Or as my publicist likes to say, a quarter of a billion sounds way better. Yes. You know, it really it right, does. Joey, get it right. Yeah. And people don't mess that up with a quarter for some reason. So there you go. Right? From homeless to $250. That imagine, imagine if we were like on CNN or something and I said that. I would have got fired. I know. Like, and she's on why? Yeah. You couldn't find anybody better than this. <laughs> Hey, I don't have two hundred and fifty dollars. You know what? I am a master of spin, so I would totally spin that and be like, "Now imagine if you could do that a million times." <laughs> yeah, so you are. Yes. You're quick like that too. You are. Yeah. You're. You're sharp. You know. Before we oh, went yeah. on the air, you said a couple things that were so quick. You turned me oh, around no. like, "Boom!" Knock it off, Joe. <laughs> it's out of love. It's out of love. It's all love. I talk to a lot of people a lot, and. Sometimes they're saying something and I'm like, we can fix this. I know we can fix this. <laughs> yeah, you're you're like uh you're the eternal optimist, that's for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Rebecca, I was on the on the phone with Donna last week and when I hung up the phone, I literally sat back and I put my head up like this. I felt like, wow man, like I I felt like I had a lot of work to do because you gave me so many ideas and I didn't know where to start. I was like, Oh my gosh, this woman's full of ideas. <laughs> Oh, I think you called me after and my head was spinning. There was a lot of internal stuff. I said, we got to work here. We can just work our way out. I love I love when you ask the question, so why aren't you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> when you ask somebody that question, usually they don't even have any. I didn't have any. I don't, I don't know why I'm not doing that. Donna, tell me, please. Why am I not doing that? I get, I, and, it, and it's so funny. Well, it comes from that whole thing, right, of, you know, I, and, and this is, so I asked you the nice way, like, why aren't you doing this? Cause I, cause I love you. Right. I was being nice. <laughs> I don't like so much. Right. <laughs> I always say, I'm like, so if you were to really think about where you wanted to be right, that ultimate level of potential, what does that look like? And then they'll say it. And I'm like, okay, so are you doing anything to live up to that full level of potential every day? Or are you just mm. like screwing around? Right. right. Like, I hate you. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you you prove uh, and have proven over and over again that fluffing it really doesn't work. You you're like the shortest distance between two points is a straight line, and you deliver yeah. the straight line. I and, love that about and, you. And I try to do it without hurting people's feelings, but I got to tell you, I've been I'm that speaker where when I sit in the audience. Even if it's a keynote, I have a pen and paper out and I'm ready. Like, tell me something. Yeah. And when I didn't get it for years, it would bother me because I'm like, I gave you an hour, dude. And I literally only wrote your name on the top of the paper, which I'm <laughs> scribbling out. Right? I'm just like, why? And so when I, when I started speaking, one of the most important things to me was how do I give people those nuggets that they can walk away with? Even if it's not the full how-to, but it's enough to make them go, well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Sounds differently. Yeah. Just that. Yeah. Spe so, speaking of which, 350 keynote speeches that you, you've had? Yeah, that's, that's about right. Yeah. That is impressive. So, so you got to realize I've been doing this now for about 10, 11 years. Right. So it's 35 speeches a year. 
So it just sounds like a big number, but really it's like I'm working once every couple of weeks. Mm, right. Seems a lot to me. <laughs> I was gonna say that was a busy year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so why don't you do this? Because uh, I think you can definitely say it better than I can. Give our audience, give us a thirty-second uh, elevator pitch on who you are and what you actually do. What I actually see that's hard right there. So, so you know, I'll put it this way. <laughs> I think a lot of people at the end of the day, I'm, and I'm not going to do an elevator pitch because I think they suck. Um, see, so, see what I mean? She's just downright straight. Yeah. Joe, elevator um, pitches I'm suck. Okay. You're trying to pitch me with the expectation of getting a check at right. the end of that. You think I'm an idiot and you think the words coming out of your mouth are gold. So really you need to bring down your little ego because you're not that good. Like, so let's, let's cut that out. Um, don't like elevators. You're speaking in general terms. You're not speaking directly to me, right? Yeah, you, personally. <laughs> no, I know that. I know. No. <laughs> I'm like, damn, man. I just practiced my elevator pitch for a week. I know. I know. People are like, I got to be a pitch master. I'm like, no, you don't. Stop it. You got to have a conversation with people. Right. So, I love it. I will it. tell you that really if the thing that I, that I do the most is um, I recognize that we create these roadblocks in front of us and we have these anchors behind us. And a lot of times they're invisible. What I have been blessed with, gifted with the ability to do is to help people see what their gift is and to take that gift and move it forward by getting rid of those anchors and those roadblocks. And I do it all the time with people, things that they didn't even know that they were like, oh, I didn't even know I was doing that. Um, and so that's really what I do. So it's all about how do you leverage the discipline of achievement to really reach your full potential all the time in everything you do. And if I could figure it out, and I was an idiot, 19-year-old in a car with nothing, I think most people got a lot more at their disposal than they realize they do, and they could, they could do a lot more. Now, I want to clarify, when you say an 18-year-old in a car, you were living in your car. Yeah. You weren't just driving around town going, look at me. I'm no, no, no. Like, I was like, what's up, y'all? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, oh, no. That car actually would not start. So <laughs> oh, oh, I'm pushing it around town. Oh, no, I was, I was living in my car at 19 years old um, for a while, for about six months. Wow. Six months. Where did you shower? <laughs> oh, dude. I don't know don't. why. Um, what you do <laughs> is once you... Once you realize how disgusting you are and that you don't want to die dirty, you go to the local Y and you beg them to let you take a shower. Oh, man. Wow. That's yeah. a, that's there are a, places you could get to to get a shower. That's, I'm sure there are, and I'm sure you found them, and I don't even know why I asked that question. No, when someone tells me they're living in their question. car. Yeah. It's, I think it's a very valid question. You, um, McDonald's have the cleanest bathrooms. So, And I'm always one of those people that I... I, I have very basic tenants that I live by, live and let live, do no harm, leave things better. Right. Right. So if I go and I use that bathroom to clean up, I am cleaning up the bathroom like, before I walk out. Like that's <laughs> yes. McDonald's that's was loving it. Here she comes. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to clean the bathroom. <laughs> I clean the bathroom before I walk out. Um, so yeah, you, you use the bathrooms. Um, I will tell you the worst thing for your skin is antibacterial soap, but oh, still. Wow. Oh, really like wow. Wow. How did you feed yourself? <clears throat> well, for the first couple of weeks I had, well, more than a couple of weeks, I had um, taken a whole bunch of non-perishables with me. Okay. So I was supposed to be going on a road trip and I ended up homeless. 
And so I had a whole bunch of non-perishables with me. So things that I could just eat on. So I learned quickly how you don't, if you get a cereal bar, you don't eat the whole thing. You eat a piece for breakfast, you eat a piece for lunch, you eat a piece for dinner. Wow. Um, you drink as much water as you could possibly get. Um, you learn where to and not to use the bathroom. Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> There's lots of things that you figure out when you're by yourself in the woods. And you also realize how important another human being is and communications. Mm -hmm. And the reason that a lot of homeless people lose their minds, honestly, is because they are, they don't have anyone to talk to. Loneliness. Right? Yeah. Loneliness is real. Yeah. And what? it really gets into your head and your that that little double that gets on your shoulder that, that thing becomes real and and he starts talking to you and having conversations with you about how, what a piece of crap you are and that's why you're there and so that negative energy can literally just drag you down like an anchor what brought you to that point in your life um i had a daughter that had passed away and i had a family of people who were trying to motivate me, but they were also saying things like, because I was young when I had her, I was 17, uh, well, I was 18 when I had her, that, you know, well, it, the good news is, it's like, yeah, no. There's good news no, around here, we're right. We're not gonna have a good riddance moment. Like, we're not doing that. And right. Like, well, yeah, so that was really, really hard for me to contend with, even though I know they had the best, in, you know, they really had, but I couldn't, and so I said, I was going to go see the Statue of Liberty because mm -hmm. number one, beacon of hope. Number two, she stands outside guys in the winter wearing flip flops. Doesn't bitch one time. I'm just saying <laughs> like that. You're referring <laughs> to complaint. So she's got to know something I don't. And I just right. knew it was an answer at the hem of her garment. So I headed that direction. Wow. wow. That's an amazing Thank story. You. I mean, and this is why I wanted you on the show, because I do view you as an amazing individual, because you have this positive light about you that you give off and and my closing line on the show is let your light shine because i just love that it's, it's biblical to me and and you know the, the lord wants us to let our light shine you go out go out and shine your light and this is what you do and you've come from the darkness mm -hmm. you know what yeah. i mean so I, I just think it's so cool i think you're like you're the ultimate like american story oh yeah I think that we all have that right. First of all, I think we're all luminaries. That's number one. But here's the thing. I think there's two ways you can look at a challenge. You, some, you have challenges for two reasons. The first reason always is for you to learn something. Yeah. Right. And if you don't learn something, you're just going to repeat it. And my favorite thing that people that I've learned from someone else is what's your part in it? So anytime something happens to me, I go, what's my part in it? When people end up in debt and they're like, I don't understand why I can't pay my, my rent or my mortgage or whatever. I'm like, wait, pause. I'm just saying you lost your job. I understand all these bad things happen, but what's your part in it? Because maybe you shouldn't have bought everything possible on your credit cards. Right. Maybe you should have put money in savings. Maybe you shouldn't have overextended yourself. So if you don't learn that lesson, you are absolutely doomed to repeat it. Yeah. So that's number one. There's a lesson for you to learn. But here's a big number two that most people miss out on because, you know, our egos are in the way is that it is a lesson for us to share. And I think if we don't share the lesson and we're supposed to, it's going to come back again. So me being a motivational speaker, quite honestly, is like, because I don't want it to happen to me again. So I'm going to make sure I tell you guys yeah. everything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> it is selfish, guys. I love you. Yeah. It's really about me. Yeah. <laughs> and if I'm ever homeless again, I'm going to have an RV. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> All that. 
so so you have a message that that i asked you to share today so i'm gonna we're gonna go right to that message because obviously listen we could talk all day long and i i know already our listeners are like oh my gosh like i need this energy we can listen to this all day long unfortunately we can't be here all day long but you talk about there's this one thing in someone's life and i'm gonna let you run with this but there's one thing in someone's life what is it one thing that holds them back or one thing they need to do what is this one thing share with us so here's the thing everyone right now is going to hate me about and please do not click off or say i hate her don't send me nasty grams like the one thing is different for everyone but i can help you find it and and i'm going to help you find it here today right now i'm going to help you awesome okay so there is it is one thing and so I teach people really the, the discipline of achievement, how to, how to achieve. And there's four things that make up that. Number one is focus. Mm-hmm. Most of the time we're focused on, my favorite thing is people who have their plan B. They're like, so I really want to be an artist, but just in case I'll be a teacher. <laughs> so, right. they, have that, they have that net, right? If you have a safety net, you're not doing your best to hold on to that trampoline and not fall. You're not doing your absolute best because you know, if I let go, it's cool. Something got me. Right. Right. Not, so not focusing on that one thing is a great way to not live up to your potential. So focus on the one thing. So that's, what is that one thing that you, you see yourself in the future and you're like, this is what should be on my headstone. That love it. Right. That's the first thing. The second thing is dude, the story that you tell yourself mm-hmm. there. When I hear people say, um, I'm sorry for doing something. I'm like, don't apologize. Learn from it. Right. right. Like, unless you like, if I stepped on your toe, I'm not, you know, mean person. I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to your, your toe shouldn't have been there. Well, right. According to how I feel about you and your toe, if you want to know the truth, like stupid toe, (laughs) get smaller feet. Um, um, But no, usually, usually we tell ourselves these stories, right? And it's it's the symbol of some stories. Um, I need to lose weight. Um, I'm two. My favorite word is two. T O O two. I'm two, and whatever comes after that. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too dumb. I'm too this. I'm too that. I'm too lazy. Whatever that is, stop those. Literally stop those. And what I dare people to do is reframe. So Mm -hmm. even when I go, um, when I have moments where I'm going, I am way too fat. And I'm like, but I'm really petite for a really big guy. So it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, thank you. You just changed my perspective. I'm like, thinking. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm really, and look, and for that big guy, I'm like, you're the perfect size for me. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it's really changing that perspective of who you are and what you say about yourself and the story you tell about yourself. I know so many people that say, I can't, like, I can't go, and they don't even think about it. I can't go for that job because I don't have all the qualifications. Right. Yeah, you can. You can go for it. They might not say yes, but you can go for it right. anyway. I can't right. tell you how many got jobs I went for that way over my head. Right. And then right. I ended up getting them. And I was like, no, really? Did, did you guys see the whole resume? Did you read page six? Did you read page six? Like none of the experiences on there at all. I mean, it was only one page. Um, 
so so there there's these these stories that we tell ourselves and you are the story you tell yourself that when you tell so yourself true. you're fat you're fat when you tell mm-hmm. yourself you're stupid you're stupid mm-hmm. right yep you got to change that story I love the it. third thing is whatever it is that you want to do when you create that story about the thing that you're going to do not want to do but going to do mm-hmm. that thing that you're going to do i hate to say it this way because it's going to turn off a lot of people it has to be bigger than you if you're Ooh. doing it just because no i want to be a millionaire so i can have a yacht and i can have a car and i can have a boat and you're going to be the loneliest person oh yeah in the world so when I say I want to be really wealthy, I'm like, and I want my friends to be really wealthy too. So we can have our own regatta. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Racing a regatta by myself. I mean, <laughs> I put sugar in their tank. So I win. But still, I don't want to race in a regatta by yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah. You want someone that, clapping for you when you win. <laughs> Absolutely. So you want whatever it is that you're doing to be bigger than just you. Right. Even if it's a legacy for your family, even if it's, a, if it's an example to people who are like you, whatever it is, make sure it's bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. And so one of those three, by the way, is already messing you up. Like some people are going, okay, well, I'm focused, but I mean, I could go, I could go. If you're saying I could go, then you're not focused. Pick one. Right. The story you're telling yourself right now is, you know, I don't know. This is for me. Stop. This is for you. Pause. Stop telling yourself that story. Stop clicking away. Stay mm-hmm. in there and pay attention. Stop saying that I, you know, I have a hard time paying attention. No, I fight through that mm-hmm. because I'm a winner and that's what I do. Stop telling yourself these negative things. Make sure that what you're doing, even when you're paying attention to something and you're learning something, go and share it on social media. Like I just learned this cool thing. I don't care what it is. You know, it's like, I love the ones that says, you know, something like I was today years old when I discovered, I'm like, oh my God, me too. You know? right. <laughs> Didn't even know that. That's how you use floss. Get out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Dennis will be so happy. And, and so, and then the very, very, very last thing is whatever it is that you think that you're going to do, like, oh, I should write a little book. Think bigger. Right go a little bigger because your potential is so much bigger than what you're giving yourself credit to do. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm not just going to write a little book. I'm not just going to write a book. I'm going to write a book that is going to change sales, sales conversations and the new economy forever. I am going to write a book that will change how people are able to do this, right? Whatever it is, make it bigger than what you think it is because your potential is so much more than you're giving yourself credit for. Mm Mm-hmm. One of those things is screwing you up. Just one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you stop and think. It does. um, Let me. uh, It only takes one to mess you up, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so hold, hold this thought for a quick second, because I know a lot of new people have come into the room. I watched the number go up and I just want to remind our viewers, we're talking with Donna St. Louis, motivational speaker, author, and somebody who has gone from homeless and living in her car to building a $250 million tech company, otherwise known as a quarter of a billion dollars. So, so this is real. (laughs) Okay. So now, You've given me, I honestly, and I'm going to confess this. I feel like you're speaking directly to me. I know I'm conducting the interview, right? And I know you are, but you're speaking to the audience, but I feel like you are speaking directly to me. This is very, it's convicting. This is a very convicting 
Like, like after the show, the first thing I'm going to do is run my head into a wall and go, you stupid fool. No, it was a- that is saying the exact story that I just told you not yeah, to say. I know. <laughs> I'm very reactive. So you can run yourself into the head into a wall and then go, my head is the strongest head on the face of the earth. Look at that hole. That's what you do. Yeah. I'm proud of the hole you put in that wall, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, so because some of this stuff really, I don't want to say is easier said than done because it, it really, is. okay. So it's okay to but, say, I was afraid to say that. I was afraid she's going to yell at me for saying that. No, it is. <laughs> I, I, so first of all, I'm not one of those people who lie and go, oh no, it's really easy. No, I it's not easy. Right, right. It's not easy. So where does one. You're just going to change your mindset. What? Well, what? <laughs> But where does one start? Where do you start? There's one thing missing in my life that that is stopping me from going from here to here. And I'm not liking here right now. And I'm speaking in general terms. There's two right? things that are stopping. There's two things. There's two things. So I'm lying. There's three things. <laughs> I thought we said there was one thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. You said what's stopping you. There's always there. It's a, and you can move them. It could be just one of them, but there's three things. It's really, really, really holding you back. Okay. Fo- focus, focus the story. So those are the four things you have to do to achieve. You asked me what's holding you back. Oh, uh, okay. You ready? Yep. There is something that when you talk about it, something that bothers you, something that you're angry about, something that when you sit down around dinner and you bring up and you have stories with your family and friends that you say this thing and you talk about this thing when you're having that, you would not believe what this person did. You're holding on to it. It is from your past. It is from your history. It is your anchor because you haven't figured it out. And we always think we're mad at other people. We're not. It's our stuff that we're mad at. So, and I'm going to, I'm going to go deep and harsh and just do it. Cut whenever you need to. Do it. So when people, when women are in situations such as let's say domestic violence and they have a hard time getting over it, it's because they are blaming themselves for staying mm-hmm. and you hear the words in their mouth. I should have left. I should have never gone to the club and met him. I should have known he was an idiot. I should have. And those I should have are anchors and they hold us back and we don't forgive ourselves for them. And until you forgive yourself for that thing you're holding on to, you're going to keep holding on to. And I want you to imagine an anchor, literally a belt tied around with an anchor, even though you might be able to walk, you're walking really, really slowly. Right. 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 So that's the first thing. There's an anchor right there behind you. You can't let it go. And I'm going to tell you, people think, but Donna, what does the argument that I had with my friend two years ago have to do with me moving forward? It's energy. Energy doesn't die. You have no idea where it's going. But guess what? It's right there holding on to you, will not let your butt move. Does it all the time. The second thing is the thing right in front of you. It's the roadblock. It's the I can't. So first it's I shoulda. Right. <laughs> and then it's I can't. So you're shitting all over yourself and you're canting yourself to death. It's the two things. I can't just get in my car and move. I can't just, I can't just. Mm-hmm. That's going to take too much 
the words can't and too too much can't do that word can't drives me insane absolutely it's like the worst word ever i i I just when when people say that word because i'm a little bit of a lunatic i try all different things and when someone says you can't do that or i can't that word can't is just a horrible word anyway so i didn't mean to distract you no, no, you're absolutely right. So, so it's the can. And then the third thing, like I said, is that, and you have to ask yourself, it's not about what they did to you. Mm-hmm. It's not about, oh, and the way they spoke to me and the way, no, you allowed them to speak to you that way. And now you feel a certain way about it. So you really do have to ask yourself, what is my part in it? Right. Because that's that's what you're at. You're just, listen, we're never pissed off at people that we don't like. You don't remember right. the person who was a jerk in the grocery store that one time. You don't even know what they look like. It's the it's it's you that you're mad at because you'll go back and say, I should have said something. Yeah. Yeah. You're irked at you. You <laughs> know, you're mad at. You, everything you're saying right now brings me back. And, and I like your opinion on this. It brings me back to um, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Yes. Right. Number one bestseller for 50 years. It was written back in 1946. It's just like a world known book. Right. And Mm -hmm. Napoleon Hill claims after living with Andrew Carnegie and Henry Ford, he studied all these greats. Right. He found that the number one source of negative energy can come from your family. And that, oh, that's hard for me to say. I've got six siblings. My brother's in the room right now. I love my family, and they're very supportive of the things that I do. But I think people need to be careful. I think some of that I can't stuff comes from as close as your family. And it's okay to talk about it. It doesn't mean you dislike your family. It doesn't mean you don't love your family, right? Right. But but is do you find truth in that? I wanted your opinion on that because you just brought me back to the I can't, I can't. And it's the people who are the closest to you that you allow the closest to you that unfortunately will do the most damage. And so you have to be strong enough to correct their behavior. Again, it is not the people who you could care less about. Right. It's not those people. So the people that you couldn't care less about, it's not them. It's the people who are closest to you that can do the most damage. So what you really have to do is you have to change your playgrounds, your playmates and playthings. Wow. Right. So That's what you have to do. And But it, don't you think it comes out of love? The, yeah. Because they don't right. want to see you get hurt. They don't want to see you make a mistake. They don't want to see you whatever. How many of your, how many of my family do you think tells me that I can't do something? Well, was that before or after you, you <laughs> sold the $250 million company? <laughs> <laughs> you will not believe it. When, even now they're like, you can't do that. And I'm like, can't I? Yes, I can. And I'm like, don't make me have to. Don't make me move my neck. Don't don't make me have to get jiggy up in here because it's going to happen. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, wait. And and, And I correct them. I'm like, no, reframe your question. Reframe your statement. Say that differently. I do it all the time. Right. Right. And, and, and as a result, by the way, they speak differently about themselves and what they can accomplish. I love it. You have to be the catalyst. You are a luminary. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think people need to take ownership um, in general. I know I need to do it myself, and I always throw myself in that mix. But you have to take ownership of a where you are. I, I say this a lot. Listen, the reason you are where you are is because of your decisions. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. It, don't blame someone else. Nobody else put Which you in debt. Nobody it. else, right. you know, right. made you overweight. You did this. Ownership. Ownership. And take, and, but the thing is, when people do that, so for, for example, I'll use me, right? I could definitely shed some pounds. However, I don't sit here and beat up on myself. I'm like, I got a little extra junk in the trunk because I had some cream brulees with my boyfriend over dinner and it was worth every bite. Like, I own that. I own that. Now, what did I, what I, what, what I should have done that I didn't was, but I should have got my butt up the next morning. It's some extra time on the treadmill, <laughs> but I'm not mad about the creme brulee. Right. Right. Exactly. Moving on. Exactly. Moving on. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. And, but I still forgive myself. I don't, I don't beat up on myself. I forgive myself. Right. You know, um, so I used to do this exercise with women a long time ago, um, especially if they were in a relationship with a significant other and, and it does work. And I'd say, this is what I want you to do want you to go and I want you to put on your best makeup. I want you to put on your best outfit. I want you to look in the mirror every time. And I want you to feel absolutely amazing about you and what you look like and who you are. Right. And then I said, and I want you to write down 10 things about what makes you fantastic right there. Then I want you to take off everything except for your underwear and your heels. That's it. Just leave on your underwear. <laughs> right. Makeup, everything's done. And I want you to get in the mirror and you got to do this, by the way, about an hour before he comes home, you got to do this. I want you to write down, all the things about you that is absolutely amazing. I want you to write down 10 things. Now, most of the time women are like 20 things now. And I'm like 20 things right there. I want you to write about your physical. That's amazing. And then I said, okay, now we're going to get to the third level. I want you to take off everything except for the heels and keep on the jewelry and everything. And I want you to write down 10 things about you. That is absolutely amazing. Stand there looking at yourself completely nude in the mirror. And I said, and here's the thing, if you're stuck, on this particular part, when the door opens and walk to the door and tell him or her, <laughs> I need you to tell me three more things is all I have left. That's amazing about me. They will find it. That's wow. <laughs> I know what I'm doing today. Well, I guarantee you, you, you know what? will tell you all the things. That you, <laughs> you know, what's amazing is, is my girlfriend's in the room watching the show right now. I love it. I, I, I she's got her pen and paper out right yeah, now. <laughs> So what's your boyfriend, Don? Your boyfriend's then. Well, uh, um, you, you, you guys are speechless. I lost. Well, no, you, no, no, because I, because I, I'm thinking of what, what do I want to say first here. So the first thing I want to say is this: when you tell somebody to sit down and okay, so aside of the the getting undressed in your high heels, okay, but when you just tell somebody, look. Just sitting there right now, everybody in the room right now, sit down and write down 10 things that are fantastic about yourself. Mm-hmm. 10 people can struggle with that. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I mean, yes. so, so let's start there, right? Wake up in the right. morning and say, tell yourself, cause I'm, I'm a big gratitude guy. Like I believe in writing down the five things you're, you're grateful for today because it does, yeah. it, it works yeah. on your psyche. And every day you should write down five, start your day, five things, five new things. What are five things you're grateful for? 10 things that are fantastic about you. That's a whole different level. I, it's easy to say I'm grateful for my brothers and sisters. I'm grateful for my son. It's easy. I come up with five and start my day. 10 things that are fantastic oh, about so myself. I got to sit so, down. It's going to take a little bit. So oh, yeah. most, So there's a reason that this is a very important exercise. And here it is. 
I want you to imagine a person that you can think of that's like, they're not that smart. They're not that attractive. They're, they really, they're a little complacent. They're kind of lazy. They're not doing very much in life. They're kind of like just sitting back, you know, watching reality TV all day in the news. Like that's all they do. (laughs) Right. They do, eh, you know, they do their job, but mm, they're protecting the couch. They're they're oh my god that couch that one spot that's it man totally contoured to their butt right so so all of that is just them right I want you to think about this person and I want you to tell me just what do you think their life looks like is it awesome or is it like eh? it's dull are you dreaming to step in their shoes because I'm not no (laughs) this is true that's true yeah i'm like i do not want to spend that much time on the couch well here's the thing a lot of times when we talk to ourselves about ourselves we actually talk to ourselves about ourselves like we're that person sitting on the couch so what i need you to actually do is recognize this other person this person who gets up in the morning they get ready for the day. They are a superstar. They love everything that's going on. They're, they're doing good for people. They want to make the world a better place. They go to work. They put it all in. Like they're leaving it at the door. They put it all in. They're figuring out how to make the world better all the time, how to be a better person, how to bring people along, how to, you know, they're always doing these really, really positive things. Right. Now, what do you think their life looks like? Mm. That's oh. interesting. So which one do you want to be? Do you want to be the person who says, who looks in the mirror and goes, well, my hair is thinning a little bit. You know, I guess a little droopiness right here. I don't know. I could lose some weight. Oh my God. Are these things, I mean, college, not college, college. Right. Like, do you want to be that person or do you want to go, you know what? I'm rocking this curly hair today. Holy crap. Is that a gray? I'm wiser. Holy crap. I didn't even know I got smarter. <laughs> You're the best. Right? Like, you know what? I contoured the hell out of this. Right. Oh, look, this gap in my tooth. Yeah, he likes that. I think it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> like, just yeah thinking of your you know i look great and white i usually wear black never should wear yellow but great and white right and just and it's not an egotistical thing but if you exude that you feel good about yourself yeah not only to become a magnet of other people who go oh my god i saw you and i just had to talk to you right not only does that happen but the other thing happens is you start magnetizing all these positive and great things to you that you're like how did that happen where did that come from it's not just coincidence well, you are your thoughts. Absolutely. You are your you thoughts. Are the story you tell yourself. Yeah. Because that story is everything. It yeah. exudes everything. I've had literal kids that walk up to me and they've just hugged my leg. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even like kids. No, I'm just kidding. Kids are great. <laughs> Speaking of which. <laughs> I love that. I don't even I like have kids. To, I have to go to the school. Oh, I know. You have to cut out on us. We're so sorry. And I don't, I know. And I know you're sorry that you have to go to. I don't want to leave. (laughs) Wait, you have to go to a physical school location? I do. She has a real job that pays. You have to wear a mask? (laughs) A mask and gloves. I have to get bags ready for the kids so we can deliver them. You know, unfortunately, I don't pay her to be here with me every morning. (laughs) I told her she'll get paid when I start getting paid. I have, I really hate to leave. Can we do this again, Donna? Absolutely. (laughs) 
Absolutely. Book, book the date. <laughs> Joey, please. It, it's all good, Rebecca. I am actually going to let you go to work and, and collect that paycheck, but make sure you check back with me when you get home. Absolutely. Have an awesome day. Bye, Donna. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so it's just the two of us now. Just us. We're still. And uh, I, I, I love what you're saying. I really do. I, I hope. And I, you know, I'm I, usually I'll bounce back and forth and I'll look at some of the comments, but not often because it distracts me. And I'm one of those people like, <laughs> joke. You you know, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going. Don't talk to me right now. I'll go to the wrong place. <laughs> you know, and then I drive right by it. So uh, uh, let me just recap some things here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anchors and roadblocks. Everybody has them. Knowing what your anchor and your roadblock is, is key because then you can get rid of them, okay? Do you believe, you know, and, and, and I often say this, listen, why, why fret over things today that happened yesterday? Because today's got a whole new bucket of crap that it's going to hand to you. So why carry you, yesterday's? You so reframe your stories. We <laughs> have a whole bucket of gold that it's going to give to us. <laughs> well, right now, my girlfriend Michelle is loving you because she tells me this all the time. Joe, rephrase the way you said that. And it's a bad habit I have, right? I, I need to work on that. So instead of worrying about the bucket of crap that was shelled out to you yesterday, think about the pot of gold that is handed to you today. That's good. Right? I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. That's good. Focus. Focus, focus, focus. Focus on that one thing that you want to be, where you want to go, how you're going to get there. Not the how. Not the how. Not the how. Okay. I don't want you to be concerned with the how. That's not your concern. Your concern is the what. You then start taking small actions to get there. The how will work itself out. I don't need... People get stuck in creating this plan, this immovable plan, when all I need them to do is create a single step, just a step. Don't get stuck on the entire plan. Wow. And I'll, give you a, I'll give you a really good example. My son wanted to be an airline mechanic and engineer, and he had all the roadblocks. School, was, he was going to work, his hours went to work with school. Um, th then there was a money issue and then it was just all these things. And he was trying to figure out how to fix everything. And I said, I don't need you to fix everything. I need you to pick up the phone and call the school and find out when their schedule is and what it would take for you to become a student. One thing, one phone call, that's all I need you to do. Right. By the time he got off the phone and talked to me that day, he had gotten his schedule changed on his job. He had enrolled in school. He found out that they had an apprentice program that he could get into a month after he started school. He had ordered all of his books and he was going to be in school, not that Monday, but the next Monday, in eight days. By all just I having one do, focus, I just need to make, make the call. call. Make one phone, that's it. And today, what is he? He is an airplane mechanic. He scored the highest of people who... I mean, like in the top 3% of everyone who's ever taken the test, he absolutely loves what he does. He does it every day. And he, he works on people's private jets as well as on the stuff that you and I fly on. Right. Wow. Wow. One thing, I don't need you to have the end all be all plan. I need you to have one thing to do. That's it.
Yeah. I'm, I gotta think how I wanna say this now. You know, now you, you, you just changed my whole day. Now, everything I go to say, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna think about it because it really, the, the words that come out of your mouth, uh, it's the food that feeds your brain. Yes. Right? Yes. So, so I have to stop saying things a certain way. Right. And the thing, and the thing about the shoulda, here's the thing about the, the shoulda and not necessarily worrying about it. It's the, the, the hard thing about that is those things are actually in your head. So I do need you to take one, just take a day, just pick a day and it's just you. And just think about those things that really irked you from, think about that job where someone pissed you off and treated you like, right. think about that person that you got into that fight with and you never talked to anymore. Think about those things and then ask yourself this one thing and it's going to bother you and it's fine, but it's a moment of honesty for yourself. What is your part in it? Like, you know, this is what I did to make this worse. And then forgive yourself. Yeah, move on. Now you don't have that crap in the past anymore. It's gone. Yeah. Picture, I'm picturing, I don't know if this is where my brain goes, like a toilet handle that, you know, when you flush the toilet, picture that toilet handle on the side of your head. Spend that day, you're sitting on the toilet all day and flush it. And be done with it. Make and you the- can tell by the way it's that thing, because when you talk about it, you will put so much emotion into it. I mean, I've talked to the phone on people with on the phone with people and they've told me about something that happened and you could feel them getting angry, getting boiled up about it. And then they're like, but I don't care anymore. And I'm like, yeah, you do. That was you and I last week when we were on the phone. I said something to you and you go, man, you're getting awfully worked up. And I'm like, nah, it doesn't bother me. You go, no, Joe, it clearly bothers you. I could hear it in your voice. And I'm like, nah, it really doesn't. It's not stopping me. But like you said, it it starts to, to suck at your energy that could be used for something of the greater good in your future, in your life, in your well-being. And you're right. right. It's not stopping you, but it is slowing you down. Uh-huh. You're, it's not stopping you by a long shot, but it is slowing you down. It might do anything from keep you from doing things or even picking up the phone and asking for something that you would normally ask for because there's that tension there that you haven't removed yet. So you don't have that freedom. Right, right. Oh my gosh. This out of every interview I've ever had, this is the hardest one to close. <laughs> No, no. Well, I I have to close. I mean, I really don't. We can sit here all day long, but it's hard for me personally because I want to just keep feeding the machine. Like you're, you're coming up with some really great strategies. I'm trying to figure out now how I can just hang out with you every single day (laughs) for a month. I know it will change things forever, but I can do this. I've got this in me. And you and I have talked about some of my goals and and where I want to take Wake Up to the Vibe. Started out as a little hobby, but I would love for this to be a global. I'm like I'm starting to book acts out of Ireland and England next week. We've it's just the people that we're bringing forward, people like yourself. I'm loving it because it's good for the world. It really, I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe this show is good for the world. But that's the thing, right? It's it. But that's the thing. You have this one focus. The story you tell yourself is a positive story and it's bigger than you. Now, what's the next thing you have to do? You have to look at the potential and look at your action and go, well, how do I bridge that gap? Not how with this long plan, but what's the next step? So, of course, one step for me is 
I know people all over the world. Who do you want to interview? Uh. Like, I can get everybody on the phone. Like I can get you just about everyone. Seriously. Um, I have three people right now that are on the top of my head are, that are un- out of London that I can get on your show. Loving it. Loving it. And they're fantastic. And that's the thing. It's getting, it's getting that it's like, okay, so what's that next step? What yeah. is the next thing? I tell people this, what's the next thing that you can do that kind of makes you want to throw up a little bit, just drive, dry heave a little <laughs> bit over the garbage can. Just then do that. <laughs> That is a weird perspective, though. It's like, it's no, like I gotta really. Oh my God. Well, it's that. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It's now do it. Well, I, I know exactly what you're saying because Rebecca and I were talking the other day, and I said, Rebecca, just just put yourself in this place because I've been studying morning talk shows. I've been watching them. I watched a couple of the afternoon shows yesterday, not because I'm sitting around watching afternoon shows. I'm actually watching their interview skills. I'm watching how they break to the commercial. And I actually put myself in that place and I got this sick feeling like nervous, like, oh my gosh, like, like that's a lot of pressure. I felt this pressure, but like yes. you just said, it made me want to like throw up for a second, heave a little bit. like just stage fright. I got stage fright yes. and, and I'm not there yet, yet. Okay. But, but I, I just got what you just said that throwing up in a garbage can feeling sounds crazy, but I actually got there yesterday. I was like, wow. That, I'm nervous. I got nervous. Ever because because you're nervous about it because it means that you're going to break from where you are to the next level and it's scary. I I have that moment. Listen, I speak in front of audiences of thousands of people and I joke and I tell them every time if you watch me over before I come on stage, you can't talk to me, you can't look at me. I'm like pacing. I'm freaking out. I'm literally having a moment of like, okay, oh my. And, and you would think I've done this once. I do it regularly right. and every time right. I have this moment. And when they, and, and then, and then they go introducing and I'm like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Donna, damn it. Right? <laughs> so, it is my turn. Oh. Right. And then I literally go from this moment of like freaking out and my photographer caught it one time. He said, your face changes. You go from this moment of, oh my God, oh my God, to, okay, I got this. And you attack the stage. Yeah. And it's, and so that's what happens. It's that, it's that sinew, it's that thing right there yeah. that when you can get past it, you break it and you just spring forward. It's amazing. It, it is. And you just, Dan, I watched an interview the other day. I, I've been studying Dan Rather because I, I just, the guy's the king. The guy asks one simple question and then he just sits and stares at the guest for like 20 minutes. But he knows how to ask that one question, right? And he was interviewing Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And he goes, now this is Dan Rather. And Crosby stills and Nash, and he goes, "Do you get nervous before you play on stage?" There you go. And I'm going, "That's the simplest question, right?" David Crosby, I get sick to the stomach. How many shows have Crosby stills and Nash? How many have they done right since since Woodstock, right? <laughs> and it's amazing. They still- many of the greatest people do get nervous because, and here's the reason. There's and there is a reason for it. Because you know that what you're about to do is going to change people and and the world in the moment. And it's a huge responsibility. And you respect that responsibility. And so it does make you feel a little like, 
oh my gosh, here I go. Right. Uh, and yeah. so it shows that you take it that seriously. Right. Right. It means a lot. So you're taking it. So you're like, I know this is big, man. I'm not messing around with it. Right. And yeah. so they, so yeah, you'll hear the grace all the time. Were you nervous after all that? Pra- and you'll go, after all that practice, why were you nervous? Because I left my ego at the door right. and I realized that it was not about me. <laughs> and so yeah, this is big. Wow. Yeah. No, it's so true. So true. Yeah. This is good stuff. Now, I'm not asking you for an elevator pitch ever again. <laughs> but I <laughs> That's funny. You know, being in sales and being a sales trainer, we all talk about the elevator pitch, right? Not anymore. <laughs> no. Now, if you want to ask me anything, how do I transform people? I get them from shit and can't to achieving things that they never even, they're like, I can't believe I did that. I'm like, right. I get them from, I can't, to I can't believe I did. That's awesome. I'm going to close the show with you. So, so, uh, as a hang tight, first, I want to say, thank you. Thank you very much. You shared so much. I encourage everybody who was a part of the show. I wasn't able to read any of the comments, but watch the video five times in a row. Because I know I will. I know I'm going to. Really, there's good stuff here, you know. Uh, but thank you very much for our viewing audience. We're talking with Donna St. Louis, author, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, and just a downright awesome person. Thanks. Yeah, I'm going to close the show with you. Have a great day, everybody. Hopefully, you found some value in today's message and uh, wishing you all the best. Don't forget, we're coming back with a second show in about 10 minutes. Uh, we're going to be speaking with um, Bright Side Blue, but we are closing this show and we will be back. So stick around. Have a great day.